It's time for Let's Chat with Rustech, a podcast dedicated to helping entrepreneurs just like you. When starting out, entrepreneurs often feel they need to go it alone, and I'm here to tell you that's just not the case. Entrepreneurs have a lot of questions, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Nick Russell, and this is Let's Chat with Rustech. another episode of Let's Chat with Russ Tech. My name is Nick Russell, and we're going to do things a little bit different today. So we're kind of repurposing these podcasts, and we're using these for YouTube videos now as well. So not only are you going to be able to get Let's Chat, Let's Chat with Russ Tech on Anchor and iTunes and Google Podcasts and Spotify and all those, you're going to be able to find this on YouTube as well. So the way we're going to do this is record this um, into a video and then just rip the audio from that and publish that as our podcast. So since we're venturing out and using a new platform as, um, as well as the actual podcast here, I wanted to reintroduce myself to everybody. And I felt like a good way to do that was to kind of do a day in the life of and how we do things here and what my typical day looks like. Um, so for those of you that are just listening or watching for the first time, my name is Nick Russell and I own a company called Rustech Media here in Windsor, Ontario. Now, what we do here um, is a lot more than just a digital marketing company. Now, we started as a digital marketing company and we help businesses grow online using social media uh, all the way to creating funnels for them and driving traffic and generating leads. But more so than that is we're here to help entrepreneurs. Um, and the way we do that is through a, kind of a side project, a side part of the business. And that's through Entrepreneur Momentum. That's a Facebook group that we started. And there's some big plans for that happening in the very near future. But for now, it's a Facebook group for entrepreneurs to network and provide value helping each other grow. And on top of that, I help entrepreneurs um, in their daily routines and help them develop habits that help them uh, find momentum, gain focus, and become more productive in their everyday life. So that's kind of why I wanted to talk about um, uh, the day in the life of Rustech and what uh, what we're all about here. But before we really get into that side, I really wanted to introduce myself and kind of um, tell you where I've been and how I got to this point in my life. Now, growing up here in Windsor, Ontario, it, um, it's a very blue collar town. Um, from our Chrysler minivan plant here to the old, we had two GM plants at one point, Ford plants. It's a very uh, automotive driven town. And then the spinoff from that, the mold making and tool and die side of the of that um, was, was booming in the late 90s, early 2000s. And when I graduated high school, not that I was forced into it, but that was what I was told to do to make the most money. Um, and that's where I'd be able to have a good life and retire. 
um, with, a, with a comfortable pension. Well, I did that and in high school it was great. I loved it, but the more I did it, the more miserable I got. Working the 16 hour days in a very dimly lit shop, um, it just wasn't for me. So kind of transitioned from working on the floor to working in the office and helping the um, designers with their CAD designs. And then from there got to um, really work with the IT department. And at some of them, I was the only IT department that they had because as a side project, a side hobby, I built computers. And that was kind of where my entrepreneurial spirit started was building a business to, to build computers and fix computers and install windows and whatever the case may be. So I did that as a teenager and then kind of fell into that role in some of the shops that I worked at. And the funny story is, um, we'll kind of tie this in after, but the name I had chosen for this little side hustle that I had kind of ties into where Rest Tech Media was born. Um, now, before we get to that, after we, um, after I did the tool and die thing and I did the IT department thing for these shops, I felt that it was the right move to, instead of being in a shop, actually make a living out of uh, working in IT and uh, computer networking. So one of the really fun parts was working with a company here in Windsor called AlphaCore Computers. And that's where I really got my start in going from business to business and running their network cables and designing the network for these offices. And I love doing that. Um, and unfortunately, there just wasn't uh, enough time and that wasn't really uh, where my life was going. And that's, I needed a change. Um, so I figured I'd go back to school. And at the time I was volunteering with a paramedic team at the University of Windsor. So I went, to back, I went back to college to upgrade some of my courses to eventually be, become a paramedic here in Ontario. Um, and while I was doing that, I got a part-time job at the beer store. And then the way the world works is funny sometimes. I ended up getting a promotion right before I had to make a decision if I wanted to be a full-time paramedic. So if I were to go to school for the two-year program here, I would have had to really significantly drop my hours at the beer store and not take this promotion. And very sad, uh, the money I would make at the beer store was a lot more than I would have made as a paramedic. And that's a whole another story as bad as that is. But that kind of started a career path at the beer store here in Ontario. And if you're not familiar with what that is, it's a beer retail um, outlet for the brewers. So Molson, Sleeman, and Labatt are the big major brewers who are now owned by American companies and European companies. But as a whole, it's a retail outlet for the brewers. So we basically just brought in the beer and sold it for these, these brewers. Um, and that kind of really sparked my entrepreneur, uh, entrepreneurial spirit as well. Because while I did that, early 2000s, I got involved with a project to run a bottle drive for the Leukemia Society with the beer store and its union. And as fun as that was just to organize that for my specific store, um, that's when a lot of the ideas started 
to kind of hit and we knew we could do a lot more with this. And that's kind of where that, my whole entrepreneur, entrepreneurial journey really blew up because we kind of made a whole side team and project and then eventually got the ideas to corporate and then got to work with our corporate office. And instead of just one weekend of collecting bottles, uh, bottles for donations, we turned that into a huge full weekend um, of festivities, I guess you'd say, from bike and beer tastings to concerts to bowling events to baseball tournaments, you name it, we planned it and really grew that from about $800,000 the first year to just over $2 million we raised a few years later. And that number kept growing until obviously the pandemic hit and they had to stop that whole routine. But that was long after I left. Now in 20, the end of 2016, um, if you've read any of my emails that I send out, you would have you would have the full story, but I ended up leaving the beer store in late 2016 and left to kind of figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And that's kind of where the social media side of things started happening for me. Because when I was doing the bottle drive here for the beer store and the UFCW and the Leukemia Society, excuse me while I take a sip of my water here. That's one thing with this podcast and the blog. I don't edit these. It's one straight shot, one conversation, and this is me. You get the real me. Now, when I was with the when I was with the bottle drive and doing all that, that's where I started my love for social media and using Twitter and Facebook at the time. And then far later down the road, when this Instagram came, using those to promote our events and promote um, the different side projects we had to raise money for the Leukemia Society. So in late 2016, early 2017, that's when I really did a lot of research and a lot of thinking about how to make this actually work and have a career where I could be my own boss. And that's where I found Rachel Peterson and her Social Media United, and then eventually Russell Brunson and ClickFunnels, and then it just snowballed from there. And that's where Rust Tech Media started. Now, I said early on in the podcast and in the video here that I was going to tell you how my little computer side project um, growing up, little side hustle kind of tied into this. So when I started a finding the name and coming up with a logo for Rust Tech, I had a thousand different ideas and I couldn't decide on one. So I was in and out of different names, different logos and different designs. And, I, and it hit me. I had all these great ideas, but I couldn't decide on one of them. And when, what's the first thing you think of when you have a ton of great ideas? It's the light bulb that goes off in the top of your head there. And that when that light bulb goes off, that's the idea. So that's where the light bulb um, came into play for our logo because we have so many great ideas and can't wait to use these, these ideas to help our clients and, and help them grow. And now I needed a name to kind of tie in with that light bulb. And I kept going back and forth from a few names and nothing really stuck, nothing just screamed at me. And it wasn't something that 
I completely fell in love with. And I was going through my file cabinet one day and I happened to come across a folder that was buried way in the back. And I think it was, I was doing my taxes or something like that. I forget why I was that far at the back of my file cabinet, but I was, I was in the file cabinet and I happened to see an old invoice that I made as a teenager making these computers. And the company that I had, that I called it back then was Russ Tech Computers. So Russ, the beginning of my last name and tech spelled with a K for the tech side of the business. And I thought that was perfect. So obviously couldn't Rust Tech Computer. So that's when I just came up with the name Rust Tech Media. And that, I just fell in love with it. I thought that was the perfect fit. There was a backstory behind the name. It wasn't just something pieced together real quick. There was a story. It was very personal. And it was kind of, it talks about my journey getting to this point in our career. So that tied in with the light bulb, which is just a perfect fit. So that's kind of the backstory of how Rustech started. Now let's kind of dive into the Dana life. Now, it's taken me a long time to get to this point to be as productive as I am, and I'm still not perfect. But one of the things that I credit with being so productive and having such a great system and a routine and habits throughout the day is starting with my morning routine. And I was literally just talking about this before I recorded this podcast. I was talking about this with a friend and helping her out. When I, when I get up in the morning, I, the first thing I do when my alarm goes off, I try to get up at five in the morning every morning. Now that doesn't happen every single morning, but that's the goal. And I always have a big water bottle next to my bed. I make sure that it's full. So that way, when I wake up, I hyperhydrate because as you're sleeping, whether it be six to eight, 10 hours, if you're very lucky to get any of that, but you dehydrate while you're sleeping. So having that bottle of water, great that I don't have the full bottle. I usually take a, a pint glass worth and I chug that to hyperhydrate, but that kind of gets me up and it gives me that boost of energy. Now, I was a big coffee drinker for a long time, four or five, six cups of coffee a day. Now, out of habit, I just have two. So when I get up and I, after I hyperhydrate, that's kind of my cue to get up and go make my coffee. And I go back and I have a nice little reading corner in my bedroom, a nice little lamp above a chair, a nice little quiet spot where whatever the book is I'm reading at the time, I'll sit down and read for about an hour. And that's when I get to just enjoy that cup of coffee. It's quiet. I'll throw the Audible app and have the, the audiobook playing as I actually read the physical copy of the book. And that kind of gets me in the right mindset for the day. So whether it be a marketing book, product, productivity book, um, even self-help books, whatever the case may be, it helps me set the tone for the day. So after I finish reading, it gives me a chance now to plan out my day. Now I do two, two things to plan out. Now the first, the first book that I use um, is actually not this book specifically. I'm going to show here on YouTube, but it is the it's I use Rocketbook products for notes, but I use the Rocketbook Panda Planner, and that 
kind of gets me to review my schedule for the day. And that helps me see what's on tap. So whether I have a meeting, calls, uh, I need to record a podcast, write a blog, whatever the case, I have that down in my agenda part of the rock book. And then it also gives me a chance to talk about what I'm grateful for that day and what I'm most excited about. And then I get to write down my main to-dos for the day. Now, everybody knows that I love Todoist. So in Todoist, I always have my reoccurring tasks and things that need to get done because I run my business out of that app. So what I do is I take all of that and write the most important to-dos down. And then what I'll do is I will write the top three tasks that have to get done that day. If anything else, if I'm interrupted in any way, those three tasks have to be done. The rest are ones that won't really push the needle in the business, but still need to get done. Those are things that I could reschedule for a later date. Um, and then the next thing I do is I use Alex Sharfin's Momentum Planner. Now, this doesn't have an agenda in it. It has a to-do list and the top three, but this is more of a mindset planner. The Momentum Planner really helps you create momentum in your life and in your business. So using that every morning really sets the tone for the day and it really gets me ready and motivated to get to the desk. So after I do plan for the day and I've read, that's when I kind of get ready and have a shower, get up and I get to the desk. Once I get to the desk now, I've already know what's happening in the day. I can pull up my to-do list and bring up my emails. So that's where I check my email and all my notifications to start the day. Now I do this for two reasons, checking them after I've started my morning. And the reason you want to check your email and your Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, whatever notifications you have, the reason I do that is if you check your email or notifications first thing in the morning, you're going to get distracted and want to deal with that right away. It's just, it's part of our nature. So if you wait to check your email until after, that way you have the whole morning to finish your routine, your morning routine, and then get to work. So you can create that momentum. Now, I check my email twice a day. I check it first thing in the morning when I get to my desk, and then I'll check it before I finish for the day, usually around five, six o'clock, depending on the day. That's the goal anyways. And then after I check my email, I can go about my day. So whatever I have planned for that day. So on Mondays and Tuesdays, I have blocked off. My calendar is completely blocked off, and I can focus on client work. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, I try to take the weekends off, but usually it's Wednesday, Wednesday through Saturday. That's what I, I use for calls, meetings, and webinars, whatever the case may be. And it also gives me that time to work on my business because I don't want to just work on client business. You're not going to grow that way. So I use the, those days to actually work on my business, and whatever the case may be. And then after that, when I'm working throughout the day, I use the time blocking method. So if I'm working on certain tasks, I'll block an hour to two hours in the calendar where I don't look at Facebook, I don't look at anything, and I just focus on that task. Once that time is up, I'll kind of get up, walk around the apartment. If I, very rarely, I should be outside walking, but 
that doesn't happen very often. But as long as you're up and you're not looking at a screen, it gives you that chance to rejuvenate yourself and get back into momentum and be motivated to finish the rest of the day. The next thing is to try to book out a full hour for lunch. And again, I fail at this quite often, but if you can actually block out or even a half an hour where you can get away from the screens, you can get rid of away from your phone, sit down, have some lunch, and then recharge the batteries and then get back for the afternoon and then keep going with your day. Now, now that I finish my day, the last thing that I do is I try to be done work by between five and six. And what I really like to do is I like to watch the local news. So I try to have my, with any luck, dinner made, relax and eat, and then have the dishes done before the news starts. And then I can watch the news. Once the news is done, I go through my Panda Planner and my Momentum Planner. I review my day, see how it went. I go through my Todoist app to see where I left off. If there's something that needs to be rescheduled, the last couple tasks, make sure that they're all finished. And then it kind of gives me an idea of what's happening the next day. And then my day is done there. And then usually in the evenings, I have that set aside for whether it be a Montreal Canadiens game, a Detroit Tigers game in the summer. Um, and if there's no sports on, sit down for a show, which a show for an hour. And then I usually like to be in bed by relaxing by nine and then hopefully in bed by 9.30, 10 o'clock. So I can get up at five and have a decent sleep. For me, it doesn't always work as perfect as that, but that is the rule. So that's kind of how my day is structured. Now, the one thing I do want to add is if you're not part of our Facebook group, Entrepreneurial Momentum, the link will be in the description of the podcast and of this YouTube video. Um, this is a group of like-minded entrepreneurs that are ready and willing to help one another and network so we can all grow our businesses together. There is no competition in my world. I don't like competing with anybody. I would, I'm here to help as many people as I can, even if it's in the same industry, I want to see everybody grow just the same. So if you head to Facebook um, and look up entrepreneur, the link will be in the description of this podcast and of the YouTube video. Um, and by all means, we would love to have you there and help you grow your business. So hopefully you enjoyed this first YouTube video. Uh, it will get better as time goes on, but Going to find my voice. We're going to figure this out together and we'll grow together. So thank you so much for uh, sitting through this and listening through this and watching this. And hopefully you got a little bit uh, out of it. You get to know me a little bit more. And hopefully the way I go about my day kind of helps you become more productive as well. So thank you for listening. Thanks for watching. And we'll chat with you again next week. As entrepreneurs, our time is very valuable. So spending time online should be kept at a minimum. But if you're scrolling through Facebook groups all day and not getting anything from them other than seeing everybody's website links or offer links or promotion links, you're not really doing yourself any service to moving the needle in your business and creating momentum. 
Now, I wanted to change that. I created a Facebook group called Entrepreneur Momentum that is all about driving momentum for your business. No links, no spamming, none of that. This group is completely about value and providing value for others. So you're not scrolling endlessly through a group just to see what the group is about and to see what kind of value can be given. If you head to facebook.com slash groups slash entrepreneur momentum, click the join button and join this community of entrepreneurs that are ready and willing to help each other and create momentum in all of our businesses.